Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. How to network so it actually works. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champions Networking and author of Endless Streamer Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a podcast all about scaling and growing your business. We talk about sales, business development, marketing, mindset, all things to help you level up. Hanging out with me as always is Kevin Snow, the sales and automation tactician and genius. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to network so it actually works in your life, your business. And we're going to talk a lot about Success Champions Networking. Thanks for hanging out with us. Kevin, I'm going to let turn it over to you. I usually tell the story of how we met, but I'm going to kick this one over to you and let you tell the story from your perspective of how, <laughs> you know, this whole idea of Success Champions Networking came about. So uh, back in March of 2020, March uh, 17th, actually, and I got a text, unbeknownst to me, I got a text at 414 in the morning from uh, my <laughs> co-host saying, hey, I just had an awesome idea. Uh, we should start a virtual networking group. Um, what do you think? And right. like, that seems something logical. I mean, four o'clock in the morning, yeah, like, you, know, you like, should be talking business. Like any normal person, I was sleeping at that time. And, and when I woke up at six, there is another message from him saying, uh, you didn't reply back. Does that mean my idea sucked? <laughs> and my response <laughs> back to him was, no, I just got up. I haven't had coffee. I'm not ready for you yet. Well, and here's the thing. I don't know why anybody wouldn't be prepared and ready for me. I mean, <laughs> I get to wake up to this badassery every day. So, I mean, how do you get out of everybody bed? else? Huh? How do you get out of bed? Oh, my head doesn't fit through the door, but, you know, um, and I like, you know, the head gets so heavy because it's so damn big. It like drags across the bed most times. But, but you know, in all funniness, you know, in seriousness and everything, that's really how we came up with the idea of Success Champions Networking. You know, Kevin had a really, really cool background um, in B&I for a number of years, and uh, he ran 
one of the largest chapters out of Minnesota, or not chapters, was it regions out of areas? Minnesota? Areas. See, I don't know the terminology. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, I had a background in you know networking for the years that I ran a ton of networking groups out of Fort Worth, Texas. You know, growing in in building my sales you know business over there. So, you know, there was just a prompt opportunity to create something that people could use and would actively be effective in their world. Well, there was, I think, before the message to me, there was um, some trigger for you. You know, we had just entered the literally we were within a week of everyone starting to lock down and be told that they couldn't go into work anymore and you had to work from home. People were losing their jobs. And it was really that we were talking about, all right, so how, what do we do? How do we work? How do we help small businesses stay open and able to maintain connection to people and generate new connections? And that was, you know, really what got your thinker going and caused you to sit up in bed at three in the morning with the idea. Yeah. You know, we had we're we're planning on doing the Badass Business Summit, and that was scheduled for April of 2020. And when we had to postpone that, you know, it was a it was a rude awakening, if you will, of this whole world being put on lockdown and everything. You know, everybody getting kind of stay at home orders, and um, except for um, you know emergency workers and whatnot. My wife was in that emergency worker category, so. You know, we never really felt like we were getting locked down, but I knew the difficulties of building an online business. I mean, you and I both at that point have been spending a number of years trying to get our own businesses going online um, and having some myriads of success. Um, but we knew th that it was extremely difficult to do the connecting online, do the reach outs, do all the Facebooks, the LinkedIn, you know, all the DMs. Uh, then trying to get your email automations and all that stuff going. And, and you know, people just didn't have the time. And, and I don't mean like 24 hours in a day is they had to transition to online right now. You know, I mean, and figure out how to continue to do business. And, you know, most people had barely ever heard of Zoom you know, prior to this moment. And now they were finding their entire life um, being being forced to to, you know, make an income by staring at their screens. And I mean, I remember the early days of this, of the Zoom bombings where people were getting people randomly jumping on their Zooms and taking over and drawing dicks on the screen and all kinds <laughs> of stupid shit, you know. So, so we knew that we had to take the knowledge that we had um, and provide a way so these small business owners could really come together and still do business, um, still network. I mean, you weren't going to go network in, in person like a luncheon or an after hours, but, you know, you still had to continue to network. So. Go ahead. Well, I, I think it was really important to us when we started this, too, because we really threw the first meeting together in about a week and had just like general ideas. But there were there are certain things that we really wanted to make sure that if we were going to do this and actually uh, grow a networking organization that we wanted to change about how business networking works. There are some key things that are just broken 
in it. And it's, it's a reason that networking has a really bad connotation with a lot of small business owners. Yeah. I mean, that's such a great point, dude. Um, uh, never in a million years did I want to go back to networking. Um, I really, that there just wasn't something I was going to do because, um, I grown beyond that. Um, and what I mean by that is if I look back to my years of heavy networking and I bet if Kevin did the same, we're going to look back on a lot of those people and they're still saying the same stories, <laughs> yep. you know, living the same life, doing the same thing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But, but, I wanted to be around achievers. I wanted to be around people that were evolving. I wanted to be around people that were actually doing things, not living the same life they had 10 years ago. Um, I mean, I recently had a post come up in my feed as somebody I saw accepting an award that they've won 12 times before in the same little bitty category. And I thought, man, they're still doing that. Um and it was just kind of mind boggling to me that, that people were still doing the same stuff that they've always done. And so networking just wasn't to, to the level of what Kevin and I used to do. I mean, him with BNI, me, me with, you know, the chambers, the rotaries, um, all the groups I'd formed prior to launching success champions. I mean, truthfully, once upon a time, I ran 14 groups for the Fort Worth chamber of commerce, you know, 14 networking groups for them. You know, I was that actual guy that helped manage all of that. I mean, hell, I won a freaking award in Fort Worth. Um, uh, it was called the Fort Worth Impact Award that I shared with a really cool gal named Amber Tinsley because of all the things we did in the networking groups for the chamber. You know, so we did all of this stuff. And, you know, I just grown beyond that because I didn't want to go backwards into that lifestyle. I mean, it's it's fine for some people, but I'd evolve. So when the pandemic hit and now we found ourselves, you know, having to create an opportunity for people to still come together, I knew there was no way in hell that we were going to do that stuff that, that both Kevin and I didn't like um, about networking in the traditional sense. And we were going to fix and upgrade a lot of it. And the first thing I knew we were going to do um, and I knew it was going to piss people off, but I just knew to get the caliber of people we needed, it was the absolute thing we we're going to do. And so the first thing I said is no multi-level marketing, no network marketing, none of those type of companies in here. And we caused a little bit of an uproar. Um, I've had people straight up chew my ass and tell me I'm an idiot and all kinds of stuff because of that. But look, man, network marketing benefits the, the corporate corporation, not traditionally the, the, the individual. So I've got nothing against people who are trying to make a living with their life. It's just not a business model that I want to follow. And But that to me, even back when I was doing traditional networking, if I walked in a room and it was filled full of network marketing, I wouldn't go back. Right. I just knew that caliber room wasn't the room that I wanted to be in. It doesn't mean the people weren't bad people. It's just they couldn't work to the level. They couldn't introduce me to the level of people I needed to get introduced to. Um, and I couldn't introduce them to anybody because I wouldn't out of fear of them trying to hard close and sell all their crap that um, I wouldn't introduce them to anybody else uh, either. So um, it really became, you know, a hard, cool core rule number one. And that set a really cool president, um, you know, across 
all of our networks and what we were doing that we were starting to change the game of how people were networking. Well, and that really came into play for us because one of the focuses for the for Success Champions Networking when we created it was we wanted to not just grow people's network. We wanted to help them grow their company. We wanted to help them scale their business and go bigger and go louder with what they were doing. And MLMs, they're not real businesses. I know we're going to get email. That's fine. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> um, but they're not, when you look at, oh, I'm going to scale my MLM, that just means you're recruiting more people in your downline. You're not actually right. scaling your operations. You're not having to do more with, you know, and figure out, all right, so how do I generate more revenue so I can hire people and do these things? And you're not actually growing a business. You're just growing a downline and getting other yeah, people and- to sign up. So I, I, and I, you know, add on that, you know, the, the other thing is, is unfortunately because of the way that business is structured at some point, you've got to sell the room that you're networking in, like literally try and sell them into your program because that's the only way you can scale. And when you're trying to sell the people that you're networking with, you know, you're going to come into it with such a greasy mentality, not even trying to. It just forces you to do that um, because you can't go big enough just selling product. That's not how their business model works. You've got to get more people into that downline. And, and you know, I just, you know, never want to be in a position where I've got a group of people all just trying to sell each other their shit. It doesn't work. It's a bunch of broke minded people you know, sitting around. I'm not saying business isn't going to happen because of people hanging out all the time. But if you go into any network and try and sell the room, you're going to get laughed out of the fucking room. You know, at, business just isn't done that way. At, at least you should. Right. <laughs> for sure. Unless, you, I mean, you may have a whole bunch of desperate people in one place. And in that case, everybody's trying to sell everybody and nobody knows it, you know? Well, even, <laughs> you know, your first experience visiting a uh, oh, a networking organization, literally everyone saw you walk in and, and thought, ooh, fresh food. And they all, <laughs> they all became sharks and tried to, you know, tried to sell you their stuff. There's literally no talking about, hey, how, you know, what's your story and trying to figure out who you are and what you do and how, how you can help is literally, Hey, you need to buy my stuff. Right. And, and unfortunately right. that's the way a lot of, of uh, business networking is right now, just because people don't understand the long game and the big picture of what those relationships can mean for you in the long term. And, yeah. and I think for us, the big thing is we wanted people in the room that were all focused on one thing, and that was g- growing, getting their businesses bigger, scaling, being successful, and building out their dream, and wanted to have people like that in the room. Yeah, and I think another big indicator for us is exactly what you said. You know, when you're actually building a business and your sole income relies on the success of that business. Um, relies on, on, it's not a side hustle, I guess a better way of saying it, you know, it's, it's what you need to survive. There's a whole nother level of personal evolution that's got to happen. You know, um, when you know, you've got to make a house payment, you know, you've got to take care of potentially employees or vendors or anything else. There's a whole nother level there of things that you have to do. And we wanted to bring in people that had that 
true hunger to actually build out a business. And, um, you know, that's been fun to try and bring all those type of people together. You know, uh, another thing that, that we wanted to do was to go strictly virtual. Now, it helped that we were at the beginning of the pandemic because everybody was going virtual. Um, but I think a lot of people that created things during that time always had the idea eventually they're going to go back in person. And we set out the gate that we're not going back in person. We're always going to be virtual. Um, and I'll, I'll fully admit that that was a selfish move on my part. Um, I mean, I run a farm. You know, I love sitting right here on my farm, in my chair, looking at my Zoom screen. I get to set up a cool background. You know, I love being here. And I also hate commutes. And, you know, because, you know, being 35, almost 40 minutes out of downtown Fort Worth, if I've got to go into an event, if I got to go to somewhere, I'm losing half a day. You know, and same thing for Kevin. I don't know, remember how far from town he is, but he's a good clip to get into downtown. And, you know, either one of us have to actually drive into our metropolitan areas, then, you know, we're we're losing a good amount of time. I, I literally had someone message me over the weekend, uh, someone who's looking at starting a chapter for us and say, hey, uh, can we grab lunch? I'm like, oh, do I really have to do lunch? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it, that's going to take up my day. Uh, so it, it is a big thing, but you even think about it, you know, traditionally we've always knew people would drive an hour to get to a really good networking opportunity. And that's just nuts for me. And I grew up in a, in small town, South Dakota, where we drove an hour to go to a movie. So, but that takes so much time out of your day. Cause you have to be there early. Uh, so you got an hour drive there, an hour drive back. You're going to, you're not going to leave right when the meeting's done. Cause you want to actually talk to people because you know, the business networking meetings, you don't actually get to engage during them. You sit there and listen to other people talk at you for the entire time. So, yep. you know, you don't leave right away. So you literally have taken up your entire morning. For sure. And, you know, it's like, you know, this Thursday, as we record this, you know, I've got people flying in town to come check out the hotel that we're going to use for the Badass Business Summit this year. And, you know, one of them has been coordinating me with a couple of our Fort Worth chapters saying, hey, you're going to be, I'm going to come in town. Why don't we bring some of the chapters together? And now it's turned into we're going to go do dinner and cocktails and, you know, if, if for those that know me, know Thursday afternoons, that's farm day for me, right? I shut down the business, you know, go work on the farm. And now here I found myself at six o'clock on a Thursday to do a walkthrough of a hotel. <laughs> now I've got to do a freaking, you know, dinner and happy hour, which I love, going to love seeing everybody. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, that just took out my entire afternoon of, you know, doing, you know, business, farm work and everything else. Yes, I understand the value of going to see all these people in person. You know, that's totally fine, totally cool. But, you know, uh, back in my head, a lot of me is going, couldn't they just like open up their phone on Zoom and I could just watch them walk through the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not the way it's supposed to be, but you know, uh, I, I just don't want to do that drive into town. So, but, and, and the cool thing about doing it strictly virtual is you can be anywhere. I mean, we've had people attend their chapter meetings on the beach, on, you know, uh, in Jamaica, um, you know, on the uh, roof of a house one time. <laughs> we don't, you know, we don't recommend that now, you know, but the excuse of not finding a time to get to a meeting 
you know, is is almost irrelevant. You know, the only thing that that people should really miss meetings for is a million dollar deal and family, you know, uh, the other so cool that's made it really nice. Yeah, it's awesome because now everyone can attend. It, it makes it really simple. The other cool thing about going virtual is it forces us to really look at what happens in the meetings, which is something we wanted to do anyway. But this really facilitated it and it allowed us to create a an agenda that actually is focused on real member to member engagement. You know, you go yeah. to an in-person networking event, uh, networking group, and you're going to have some time at the beginning to chat, but then you're going to sit in a meeting and you're going to hear a bunch of people talk at you. You're going to hear someone stand up and spend 15 minutes, you know, telling us how their great grand uncle started the company, you know, 150 <laughs> years ago and giving them their life story. And it's all the, nothing that actually helps you grow your business. We were able to build a, a agenda that's actually based on people engaging with each other and helping each other grow their business on a regular basis and learning about what makes those businesses operate well and how they're able to help people. And I think that's, you know, we get the most feedback on those meetings because of that interaction. Yeah, 100%. I mean, so think about attending a meeting that each week is a different theme, is a different style. So you're not listening to, as Kevin said, that same mundane, boring ass, stupid thing that goes around. You know, you know, you know the like where you sit down in a meeting, you know, everybody does, tells you what they do, do stupid ass jingles and shit on the end and all that stuff. You know, that's just irrelevant to what's trying to be accomplished when you can actually put people into kind of work groups and one on ones and different scenarios to allow them to collaborate and grow together. So much more business gets done because you're really creating a family like environment um, with all the members uh, It's just completely you know, changed up the meeting formats. And I think the the lot of the feedback we get from the members across the U.S. and soon to be Canada is how much more fun they have in the meetings while actively giving referrals, getting referrals and growing their business. And I think we've created a really, really cool culture there. You know, another cool thing that I like is you've got to be voted in. You know, we're not just looking for heartbeats. Uh, you know, B&I just launched a 279 member or something like it's 279, 90, 290s. I forget. It's it's well over 200 members in India, one chapter. And God love them. You know, B&I has been a phenomenal company. They've done some amazing things. But at the end of the day, if you're going to do a 290 some odd person chapter, that's a chamber of commerce, right? That's that's not a networking group. I can't. I'd have to see how a meeting that large would run and still be effective under their, their business model. How are um, you going to build, I really, how are you going to build relationships with 260 people in any reasonable amount of time? It's going to, yeah, you know, not. those large groups are awesome. I had, a, I was in a group that was 80 people, but it was, it was really clicky. You know, the same people you, you sat at the same area every week with the same people around you and you had your specific group of people that you interacted with. There were, you know, 
there were people in there that I know never actually interacted and talked or did virtual coffees or dance cards mm -hmm. as uh, B&I calls them with each other. So it's really hard with that large group to have a meeting where everyone's participating. Yeah. And, you know, so when we capped the groups at 30 members, we did that on purpose. You know, uh, obviously you can tell we're not looking for just heartbeats. Um, we're looking for people that want to do more than just network. They actually want to grow. They want to scale. They want to do their own personal development alongside other achievers and people that are growing. And, you know, we know when you get over 30 members, all the clicks start happening, you know, all the little groups start popping up and you really lose that, that vibe of wanting to help the other members in the group. Um, and we've all been a part of organizations like that, you know, um, I really think that having that vote-in model is something that really sets us apart because, you know, when you have to look at, I can only have 30 members in my chapter, you have to be hyper-selective of who you want to spend time with. I mean, you want people in that chapter that are outgrowing their business or out proactively selling. They're not just relying on this one networking group to, to grow their business. They're a part of their community. And when you put a whole bunch of people together that understand opening doors for others, the fastest way to grow your business, and they're heavily involved in their community – Man, a shit ton of business happens because everybody's trying to literally open doors, make referrals and introductions for each other. I uh, I always laughed when I was in the other organization and someone would say, I get 85% of my business through this this organization. I, my, I, my eyes would just roll back into my head. I'm like, yeah, it's a scary damn thing. You're <laughs> that means you're literally not out networking outside of this room, you're not meeting new people, you're not selling to new clients. And you're when multiple people in a group are saying that, that means you're just really regurgitating referrals back and forth, you're not expanding your network anymore. It's just everyone's reselling each other's referrals into other people. And it's it's not growth. It is that's why you get people who look exactly the same 10 years later. Yes, yes. And, you know, the their only hope is that there's churn in the group like people go away and new people come in because without that new people coming in there's no way they can ever grow their business because they're so dependent on the network as a whole where if you flip it and you bring people together that they understand this group is just a portion of their overall business development plan Man, they're constantly bringing new people, new blood, new introductions, and they're opening doors for other. I mean, it's the reason we can open multiple chapters and regions and stuff is because of how much interaction happens and the introductions get brought through because people are proactively out, not just dependent on this networking group to, to be their, their sales tool, to be their business development tool. You know, I also like that. I mean, I come from a sales training background and, you know, I love the training aspect. I love the education aspect of it. And, you know, for me, I knew we had to put uh, a lot of training and education uh, into what we were building because I love the self-help world. You know, I've always been a kid that geeked out on that stuff. 
Um, Kevin's always been learning more from a technical space more than like the self-help thing. So we we both just kind of looked at it. And said, okay, we're really going to bring actual education you know, uh, as part of this. And, you know, we joke sometimes that we're a sales training company that has a networking problem. Um, but we brought in a complete, you know, Fortune 500 level sales training program that allows people to learn each week with all the members from all the chapters. You know, some organizations out there literally tell people, hey, you know, you can only be a member of this organization. You're not allowed to be a part of other networking groups and other clubs and things. And I'm just the guy that anytime somebody tells me what I can and cannot do, like, you know, I can't go be a part of this. It's my company. They're not telling me what to do. And that's, that's just how I'm wired. And I think it's selfish on their part to ever look at somebody and say, you can't go do this because you're here. And they're literally saying that you can only refer the people in this chapter, which blows me away. And I always use this example because I think it's the, the best way. To look. My brother is a handyman. He builds shit. He fixes shit. Look, if you're in my hometown and there you need a handyman, my brother's getting that introduction every fucking time. I don't care who's in my chapter, right? Um, uh, he's my brother. I mean, blood's always going to come first. And, you know, it, this idea that because I'd have a hangman in my chapter that I have to give them the business is disgusting to me. Because what if that handyman's a fucking asshole? If even my brother wasn't around, you know, hopefully they're, they're an asshole. They're not in a group. But, you know, requiring people to only sit in one chapter, only give referrals of people just drives me up a damn wall. Yeah, it, it, it limits your ability to network. You can't. So you're basically telling people you can't go out and network anywhere but here. Well, all right. So I'm stuck with this little network, and that's why when you look at those types of organizations, when you look at the training they provide, it's all networking based. It's all designed on how I dig deeper with this these thirty people because these are only thirty people I'm ever going to get the network with while I'm here. Right. And here and how to and it, some of the training is almost manipulative on how to do networking. And when you look at the training that we do, which I think is amazing because we don't, we don't teach networking other than the, uh, there's one or two workshops that we'll do uh, as training workshops that are networking focused. Other than that, it's all focused on growing your business. How do you yeah. do sales? How do you do business development? How do you do business finances? How do you bring on employees or virtual assistants? It's all based on, understanding hey how do you develop yourself yeah I mean, exactly you know. how do you get that mindset so you can do these bigger things it's all focused on the things that business owners need to know as they grow but don't and they don't normally yeah. have resources to go figure it out so they screw it up and put themselves out of business and i think kevin would, would say the same thing is you know no one taught us business. No one taught us how to fucking build this shit as a company. You know, we just broke enough stuff that we started figuring shit out. And I think one of the things we want to do is just to fucking give back, you know, and help other people by teaching uh, a lot of the shit nobody was teaching us. You know, um, it was fascinating that one of the members looked at me at one point and said, I had no clue how to sell until I was started attending your Thursday trainings, 
you know, which is huge. Imagine being a part of an organization and you didn't know how to sell and you're only allowed to be a part of one little bitty chapter. And that's the only thing you got to do. It's the only thing you know how to do to rely on growing your business. That's a scary place to be, you know, but when you got an organization that's investing in you and really wanting to help you grow uh, teach you sales, teach you business development, teach you how to scale your business, teach you your business finances, teach us the shit that, that, you know, it, it's like, you know, everybody says they should teach this shit in high school. It's literally all the stuff that we're teaching business people that the things you didn't learn when you launch your company. Um, and you know, it's included with a freaking $47 a month damn payment, um, which is, you know, I've had business advisors tell me I'm a fucking idiot for charging that little, but at the end of the day, you know, we will continue to change the world in mass by keeping the overall cost low and bringing just more value than, than people can completely wrap their head around. And that training, you know, we do it every Thursday. Every Thursday at 10 a.m. Central, 11 Eastern, because we've learned now that we've got to say fucking 11 <laughs> Eastern because <laughs> people don't know time zones. But, you know, it's a, it's a cool format. In addition to your meetings, you know, we'll go live, teach for 25, 30 minutes, break all the people from all the chapters that show up into micro groups, let them go work on different things, come back and do lessons learned. So not only are you getting to network with your local chapter, wherever it is, you're now networking with freaking the entire damn network and setting up virtual coffees and and growing your business right along the other side, other people that are doing the same damn thing. You yeah. know, it's good. I was going to say, yeah, your chapter should be your entry point into an organization. It's your hub. It shouldn't be the be all end all of your existence within an organization. That's really what it is for a lot of networking groups. It's like, well, that's your chapter. You have to do everything with your chapter. And there's no way for them to really leverage the rest of the members. And we see it all the time with our members who, especially the ones who are active and coming to becoming a champion on Thursdays, the ones who came to the summit in September, the ones who are taking part in the other things that happen within the organization, they're passing business back and forth because they've yeah. figured out, hey, this is a, you know, the world now isn't just do business in your little market. It's there. People are now figuring out, hey, here's how I do business across the country. You know, our realtors are passing referrals back and forth all the time because the population is becoming much more mobile on how they work and where they live. So we're seeing that with all the different types of industries. And I think that's a huge part of what sets us apart is, you know, your hub is your checkpoint and your entry into the organization. All the power comes from everything else. And our yeah. most successful members are taking part in doing the other things so that they can be out and be seen and interact and, and build those relationships. One, so what damn well said, I mean, um, I didn't totally embrace it until you just said it, that, you know, your group is the entry point into to the rest of it, which is that's just such a cool way to look at it because you're right. Most other organizations is, you know, your group is the highlight reel 
you know, or the or the main thing where for us the the group is the, is getting you started in the overall process of everything we're doing such a cool way to look at it you know so i think kevin and i have literally changed how the world networks and how they should be networking and have really completely transformed some lives already um and by helping them you know learn to actually grow a business and you know this isn't just for business owners we have a lot of business owners in there too but i mean salespeople you know, are part of our chapters as well. And, you know, we have some specific focuses for different chapters. Some of our chapters are strictly B2B and you must be the business owner. Some of our chapters are B2C and you can be, you know, a salesperson or business owners. Now we've got chapters that are completely salespeople just focused on the manufacturing space. You know, so we get very creative with our chapters just to make sure that you're joining something that's going to absolutely benefit you, your business and what you're doing. So um, usually um, each one of these episodes, we have a question from one of our members. We didn't bring one in this, this episode because we wanted to tell you guys a little bit about success champions networking and um, give you some food for thought. Hopefully we answered a lot of questions that, popped up for you um kevin is there anything else you'd want to throw in there that you we should have mentioned that we didn't i think we covered all the really big things that were going on in our head when we started the organization what our continuing goals are for success champions networking as we grow it you know it's we want our members to be engaged. We want them to be interacting with each other and really be focused on growth. And, you know, it's, we're not here to help you grow your network. We're here to help you grow your business. And, Agreed. and having that strong network is a part of it. And what part of the thing, one of the things I was thinking about last night as I drove home from drill was, you know, who is your network and helping, we want our members to understand who they're networking with. Is their network made up of people that are helping because they think they're going to get something out of it? Or are they, is their network filled with people that are helping because it's the right thing to do? And because they know that, you know, that, because they really want to see that other member be successful and, and pull off that huge win for their business in their life. And that's what we're trying to build. Our members are joining not because, hey, I'm going to give a bunch of referrals and you all have to give me stuff back. They're joining because they actually want to see the other people in their chapter win. And they want right. them to be successful and they, they get pride out of it when they see one of their members have a big event happen that they knew they had a, a hand in helping, helping come yeah, about. I freaking love that. Cause you, you can see it. I'll speak for myself. I do. When I was a part of other organizations and coming up, when you heard somebody stand up and give, you know, they say, Hey, they just closed a big deal off a referral. I used to get pissed and go, why the fuck wasn't that for me? You know? And, and it took me years to understand that I was approaching networking wrong in that mindset. And once I flipped a script to helping people achieve and celebrating their successes and the the world opened up for me um and it's it's cool to watch an entire organization so big on celebrating each other and making sure that you know the the overused phrase rising tide raises all ships i mean but we've really built a a culture a family a vibe that that really is champion 
you know, and celebrating each other. I mean, it's the coolest thing I've been a part of um, and to watch continue unfold. And, you know, the things that we continue to create because of the success of success champions networking. I mean, we launched, you know, champions table masterminds, you know, we've launched the badass business summit. We're now working on champions retreats. Um, we're going to have a, a success champion sales school coming up. I mean, there's just so many things that we continue to do because of how phenomenal organization success champion networking has actually been. So if you're at all seriously trying to find a new way to network and up your game, you got to get over to SCN. Um, just go to successchampionnetworking.com and and check it out go visit a chapter and go see what we're doing go see how we change the game go see how we up the game and brought more to the table and you're going to be blown away by all the things that we've done to create a better and stronger environment for you to find success uh, we're not here to give to gain. We're here to give because it's the right damn thing to do. And we're just going to help you do that on scale. So as always, guys, if you got any tips, tricks, or anything out of this of value, do us a favor and make sure you're subscribed to wherever you're listening to this. Um, and please tell one person about the show. Telling one person means the world to us and will help us continue to get our message out to the masses. So thanks, guys, as always. Love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yeah, they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as success champions.